Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. news today it's friday april 14 2023 i'm alex jones live from my car as we speak i'm pulling up in the studios and i'll be live on air in t-minus five minutes stay with us we got a big broadcast coming up today there is no more dire threat to the american way of life than the corruption and weaponization of our justice system and it's happening all around us. If we cannot restore the fair and impartial rule of law, we will not be a free country. As president, it will be my personal mission to restore the scales of justice in America. We want fairness and equality under the law. And to that end, I will appoint U.S. attorneys who will be the polar opposite of the Soros district attorneys and others that are being appointed throughout the United States. Very unfair to our population, very unfair to our country. They will be the 100 most ferocious legal warriors against crime and communist corruption that this country has ever seen. As we completely overhaul the Federal Department of Justice and FBI, we will also launch sweeping civil rights investigations into Marxist local district attorneys. And that's what we have. They're Marxists in many cases. By refusing to charge countless crimes, these Soros prosecutors appear to be engaging in selective enforcement based on illegal racial discrimination. In Chicago, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and every other city where these maniacs have taken over, the DA's offices should face federal subpoenas of their staff, their emails, and their records to determine whether they have blatantly violated federal civil rights law. As part of this effort, there should be a federal inquiry into the Soros prosecutor in Austin, Texas, who charged a veteran with murder for defending himself against a threat by a heavily armed member of a radical left mob. I will also order the Department of Justice to establish a task force on protecting the right to self-defense, which is under siege nationwide. In addition, we will have a complete investigation into the use of police state tactics by federal authorities to arrest conservatives and Christians. We will find out who ordered it, and we will hold them totally accountable. There is much more that we must do. We have to confront this radicalized law in schools. You take a look at what they've done to our schools, our beautiful schools. We have to reform the far-left bar associations and stop the purge of conservative lawyers from major law firms. I will do whatever it takes to save our legal system among the greatest achievements of Western civilization from the Marxist barbarians who seek to destroy it. And we will do that. We will save it. Thank you very much. If you think the awakening we've seen so far is big, this planet and the globalists have not seen anything yet! We're aware of your activities, trying to muzzle the American people and gaming your search results. 
Google is evil. We now take the challenge, not to censor like you do, but to stand against you and to fight even harder for our birthright that you are trying to steal. Remember this. You killed your profession by becoming nothing but mercenaries for the globalists, and people know that you're fake news, many of you. Now, with you trying to kill the First Amendment, you're making yourself true villains. You've declared war on the First Amendment. You've declared war on free speech. Since when are hundreds of doctors unable to have press conferences in America, right. and they take it off YouTube, they take it off Google, they take it off Twitter, they take it off Facebook, there is a giant crackdown that even the New York Times calls it a crackdown on conservatives and a plan to deplatform conservatives from the, from the internet and communicating with each Today, other, just like communist China. I'm here to expose this fraud. I'm here, just like in Congress has hearings about me, I go there and I get in their face and I expose the truth and that's what I'm gonna do. We had over 40 million subscribers uh, on Apple. That was our biggest thing uh, with my three podcasts. Those were all banned. The most banned man in America, Alex Jones. Crashing through the lies and disinformation, it's Alex Jones coming to you live from the front lines of the InfoWar. It's Friday, April 14th, 2023, and I probably only did two hours preparation for today's show. I usually do about four hours. In fact, I got here just three or four minutes ago. I've not even gone through all the stacks they printed up for me, though I sent them a lot of these links. Uh, but sometimes those are my best broadcast when I really haven't prepared for it. We have Roger Stone with a lot of big breaking inside baseball coming up at the bottom of the hour. It's very serious. RFK Jr. perhaps being the VP with Trump. Uh, Chase Geyser, a great researcher and a frequent co-host with our different host uh, like Owen Schroyer and Harrison Smith. He'll be popping in to talk about AI and more. And speaking of AI, I just had a two-plus-hour great conversation with Tim Poole, who's here in Austin, Texas, with his morning popular podcast. And I'll be uh, back with him tonight with his uh, nighttime popular podcast, extremely hit podcast um, at the Vulcan Gas Company. I think Joe Rogan's going to be popping by, says he is. And uh, so that should be, that should definitely be interesting. There'll be some excerpts of that on the show, undoubtedly, Sunday. But wow, <laughs> I got to say, I've done a lot of podcasts and I've done Tim cast five or six times, I think, but this was the best one. And this was uh, one of the best podcasts I've ever been involved in two hours of breaking down the secrets of the new world order, the AI takeover, the battle for the future of humanity. I definitely am going to get some big excerpts of that podcast and air it on the Sunday show. And it's, he tapes it, so as soon as it goes up, might even be up now, it goes up like an hour after, 30 minutes after to an hour, we'll post it on Infowars.com because uh, Tim Poole has come a long way. He's always been smart, uh, but now he gets it, and they've got a big problem on their hands. And not just the fact that Tim Poole's hitting on all cylinders now and actually sees the Matrix, but that everybody else does that's already been trying to find out the truth out there. And then and that's really been the theme of the broadcast this week is the great awakening is accelerating everywhere. People are saying there's a new world order. There's a globalist takeover. 
that there's been a coup, they want to kill us. And those are horrible things, but those things were true. Those things were there. So it's, it'd be terrible to learn, you know, you had cancer in one of your lungs, but you learned it was operable. You're going to be able to get rid of it. But if you waited a few more months, it would kill you. Well, I think we found the tumor in time. We better hope so. I know this, if we don't fight this thing, it'll take over. That was another big discussion we had. Is it, is it too late for humanity? If the general public that keeps going along with the New World Order or continues to stay asleep, does not get awakened very quickly and does not start making the right decisions themselves, and if those of us that are awake don't help awaken them quicker, I think we're going to blow the planet up. And that's not a pessimistic view. I'm saying if we do not fix this, it is curtains for humanity. It's that simple. It's like, you know, a fire starts in your kitchen. And if you don't get the fire extinguisher that you should have in the pantry and put the damn thing out, it's going to catch the drapes on fire. And in about a minute and a half, the fire is going to burn down your whole house. We got the grease fire and it's shooting up, you know, and starting to catch the drapes on fire. Just beeline to the pantry. That's where I've got mine. Got them in one in each room of the house. Get that fire extinguisher out. I got a good size one in there and just get that out. So we just got a beeline. Get the fire extinguisher and put it out. You know, you see all these uh, people have cameras in their houses now online. There's countless videos I run into people having a, a grease fire in their house. And you'll see them, like, once it explodes, they'll try to, like, go to the sink, get a pot of water, and by then, you know, the drapes are on fire, the ceiling's on fire. No, you got to have that fire extinguisher there. And we have the broadcast, we have the shows, we have the awake people, we have you. That's the fire extinguisher. That's us. Now we got to point it at the New World Order and put it out. Or we're all going up together. And it's going to become progressively obvious that the New World Order is completely predatory and each stage of their control promises to protect you if you just submit, but every time only makes it worse. So we need to understand that this is a life and death situation. Plus, it's the animating contest of liberty. You know, God's God's watching. And... We've got a real chance to do some good here. And I don't know about you, but I look at my children, even if we don't have children, look at other children out there. They really deserve for us to stand up for them, don't they? I mean, this is really simple stuff at the end of the day. You got a bunch of mad scientists and people that don't care, and people that are willing to do anything for power who are in control, and they're trying to dominate us who are trying to put the brakes on this thing or trying to take an alternate route like we're the enemy when they need to look in the mirror. In fact, let's go out to break with that two-minute intro we play. It's usually an intro. It'll be an outro of V for Vendetta. It's like it's like two minutes, 14 seconds. He says, because if you really want to know who's guilty here, all you need to do is look in the mirror. And that means me too. That means all of us. That means realizing we got to repent. We got to get right with God. We've got to get serious, and then step into the agency that God has given us, our free will, and say no to this. And I know I just keep hammering that, but when we come back, the news is just insane. U.S. Air Force National Guardsman 21 in court, first time over Pentagon docks leak. Uh, We've got new developments on the censorship front, the China war front, uh, massive developments with all of these weaponized prosecutors going after Trump. 
a lot of stations don't carry the first five minutes. I'm tempted to re-air the two-and-a-half-minute Trump announcement that is, if you thought the last ones were throwing down the gauntlet, if you thought his last announcements about destroying the deep state and arresting the New World Order were powerful, this one specifically says we have a criminal communist coup that has hijacked the country and is coming after all of us, and that's true. And that's so powerful. That rhetoric is finally matching the, the, the reality. Because it sounds crazy to say there's a communist criminal coup, but there is. So you're kind of like, well, I don't want to call it that. That's a little too far. Well, if the medicine doesn't match the disease, we're going to die. And, 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 and so, yeah. And the public is like, no, that's not exaggerating. We're in a lot of deep crap. Yes, yes. This is not a big party. It's not a big joke. It's not funny. Because we're going over the edge of a financial, cultural, military cliff right now. And there's still time to have a soft crash landing. So here's this important piece. We'll go to break. We'll come back, and I'll pound all the news. Please stay with us. Infowars.com. There are, of course, those who do not want us to speak. We think. Just let me I think. Expect even now, orders are being shouted into telephones, and men with guns will soon be on their way. It's chance of Damn it! Why? Because while the truncheon may be used in lieu of conversation, words will always retain their power. Words offer the means to meaning, and for those who will listen, the enunciation of truth. And the truth is, there is something terribly wrong with this country, isn't there? You designed it, sir. You wanted it foolproof. You told me every television in London. Cruelty and injustice, intolerance, depression. And where once you had the freedom to object, to think and speak as you saw fit, you now have sensors and systems of surveillance coercing your conformity and suppressing your submission. We need cameras. How did this happen? Who's to blame? Well, certainly there are those who are more responsible than others, and they will be held accountable. But again, truth be told, if you're looking for the guilty, you need only look into a mirror. I know why you did it. I know you were afraid. Who wouldn't be? War, terror, disease. There were a myriad of problems which conspired to corrupt your reason and rob you of your common sense. Fear got the best of you. And in your panic, you turned to the now High Chancellor, Adam Sutler. He promised you order. He promised you peace. And all he demanded in return was your silent, obedient consent. is a war. It's happening now. It will decide the fate of humanity. The time to choose sides has come. We are the resistance. We are the info war. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. 
Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Hey, everybody. If you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing. We've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com, that's SoupBeanSurvival.com, and discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away at SoupBeanSurvival.com, that's SoupBeanSurvival.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. From Austin, Texas, broadcasting worldwide, it's Alex Jones. The mega cities in the future are death traps. A document in the seminal documentary, Endgame, Blueprint for Global Enslavement, free online where you can find it. Places like Man Up Video, watch it and share it. Critical breadcrumb in the quest for freedom. Okay, I got all this incredible news. We'll be hitting it all, but first... I played this in the first five minutes. It's only about two and a half minutes long. But instead of playing the video again, let me just read a transcript of a two and a half minute statement that is so key. Because everything Trump said is true, and we need more of this. And we're getting more of this because this will bring down the hijackers, the usurpers, the occupiers of our government that are illegitimate. President Donald Trump, quote, There is no more dire threat to the American way of life than the corruption, the weaponization of our justice system, and it's happening all around us. 100% true. If we cannot restore the fair and partial rule of law, we will not be a free country. As president, I will be my personal mission to restore the scales of justice in America. We want fairness and equality under the law. And to that end, I will appoint U.S. attorneys who will be the polar opposites of the Soros District attorneys and others that are being appointed throughout the United States. Very unfair to our population, very unfair to our country. They will be the 100 most ferocious legal warriors against crime and communist corruption that the country has ever seen. As we completely overhaul the Federal Department of Justice and FBI, we will also launch sweeping civil rights investigations into Marxist local district attorneys, and that's what we have. They are Marxists in many cases. Uh, Not in many, they are. They're globalists, too. By refusing to charge countless crimes, these Soros prosecutors appear to be engaging in selective enforcement. That's more than that. It's destabilization. Based on illegal racial discrimination. 
in Chicago, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and every other city where these maniacs have taken over, the DA's offices should face federal subpoenas of their staff, their emails, and their records to determine whether they have blatantly violated federal civil rights law. I don't know. They get up and say, if a white shop owner shoots somebody that's shooting a gun at them, we're going to put them in prison. But if they're black, we're going to let them do it. I think everybody deserves the same rights. As part of this effort, there should be a federal inquiry into the Soros prosecutor in Austin, Texas, who charged a veteran with murder for defending himself against a threat by a heavily armed member of the radical left mob. I will also order the Department of Justice to establish a task force on protecting the right to self-defense, which is under siege nationwide, which is under siege nationwide, absolutely is. In addition, we will have a complete investigation of the use of police state tactics by federal authorities to arrest conservatives and Christians. We'll find out who ordered it and hold them totally accountable. Can you believe this is actually happening and we're battling back? Because they can't get away with this if they're being challenged at this level. There is much more that we must do. We have to confront this radicalized law schools. We have to take a look at what they've done to our schools, our beautiful schools. We will reform the far-left bar associations and stop the purge of conservative lawyers from major law firms. I will do whatever it takes to save our legal system among the greatest achievements of Western civilization from the Marxist barbarians who seek to destroy it. And we will do that. We will save it. Thank you very much. That's powerful. And I posted having the text of that post into the live show feed today. When you see takeovers in third world countries and Western countries throughout the last hundred years or so, it's almost always the security services and a weaponized judiciary and prosecutors that take over. And when you get a criminal mafia in control of federal law enforcement, that is the most common form of tyranny that destroys countries and and empires for that matter. It happened in Rome, it's happened in Germany, it's happened in Russia, it's happened in Cuba and Venezuela, and the list goes on and on. And that's what we're in right now, and these people are the very worst scum the planet's ever seen that have hijacked the government. Now, again, the rest of the government's a cross-section of the population. There's some great people, some good people, some bad people, some asleep people. The government's not our enemy. Just like if you're on a jet... Day flying from London to Frankfurt, Germany. And a guy jumps up and says, I've got a bomb. And if you don't give me control of the airplane, I'm going to blow it up. And then he goes in and takes over and kicks the pilots out. You don't start hitting the plane and attacking the windows and punching the, you know, the stewardess in the nose. Being politically incorrect, the flight attendant. You know the plane's been hijacked. So the plane is ours. The country is ours. And they're trying to now hijack the plane to go fly it into buildings. And we have to recognize that. And we have to get into the cockpit, legally, lawfully, politically, culturally, and remove them, extricate them out of the cockpit. Instead of having a stupid civil war, killing each other because of what color we are, we have to realize the bad guys are driving the bus. They're flying the plane. They got to get out of there. They got to get out of there right now. And they're not doing all this tyranny and doubling down because they're strong. They're doing it because they're weak. But I'll tell you, a cornered animal is very dangerous. 
So don't think we've already won. But we've got a really good chance of winning because the awakening is so strong. And look, I'll say this again. I was on a very popular show with millions and millions and millions of viewers, Tim Pool this morning, and I'll be on with him on his nighttime show tonight here in Austin. He's coming visiting. And we talked about it on air. We talked about it off air that everywhere he goes, and he's a well-known person, all he gets is basically support now. And that's all I get. And, and again, that wasn't happening five years ago, two years ago. So the system has really caused a fundamental awakening. The question is, what do we do with that energy? We let them divert it off into a race war or some type of idiotic? No, no. We expose that the globalists are in control of the cyber system. They're in control of the power to turn the power off. They're the ones cutting off the energy. They're the ones destroying the borders. They're the ones starting the wars. They're the ones funding the pedophilia. They're the ones doing it all to brainwash and control our children. And that's something at the start of the podcast, as soon as it's up, probably up now, I want you guys to get the first 10 minutes where we expose what transgenderism really is. Uh, myself and the other three hosts, Luke Radowski and others, completely knocked it out of the park in a 10-minute summation of the entire transgender conspiracy. It's not the transgender people. They're just part of it being manipulated. It was so important. So the minute that goes up, we'll post it at Infowars.com. And the minute it goes up, uh, we will also play it here on air. Roger Stone is coming up. Please remember, despite the fact we're having big wins for hearts and minds, the enemy's really cracked down on us. We're not having huge wins when it comes to financing. We're barely paying the bills. So get some of the great products at InfoWarsTour.com, like TurboForce, 10-hour incredible clean energy, finally back in stock, 25% off at InfoWarsTour.com. We're selling out of DNA Force Plus and Real Red Pill Plus. Despite that, they're still both 40% off. And we have the Alex Jones for President shirt, and we have the Trump shirt that's now about to be in stock. We just produced it. That's the Trump Pardon shirt at Info Trump Pardon, political prisoner shirt at InfoWarsTour.com. They decided to not perp walking, not put him in handcuffs, not do a mugshot, because they knew that that would help Trump. Didn't they know this would backfire? We were waiting for the mugshot. We learned today they wouldn't have it, so we've made our own. And it says political prisoner with an image of President Trump. The shirt is being printed now in Texas. It'll be shipping out to you in one week. Political prisoner with Trump on the front there in a mugshot jail background. It's a fundraiser shirt. It says Infowars.com on the back of the shirt. We also have Alex Jones for president. No, I'm not running for president. It's a really nice navy blue, high-quality shirt. Red, white, and blue. Alex Jones for president. 2024, it's a fun conversational piece and a limited edition shirt. Great way to fund the operation. So get your... Alex Jones for President and Trump mugshot shirts at InfoWarsStore.com or by calling toll-free 888-253-3139. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. get Roger Stone on a few days ago, but we've got him now and more stuff is broken about this JFK's brother, Robert F. Kennedy, the attorney general who was going to win the primaries, was winning and got assassinated in Los Angeles. Of course, it was JFK, RFK, and of course, 
the great civil rights leader MLK that all got assassinated by the deep state, that's all come out now, running as Trump's VP. This is really getting talked about. He's obviously filed to run as a Democrat, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. But now other big stuff is broken. Roger came on five weeks ago and he said, Trump has just given this speech, a lot of you probably saw him say it, where he throws down the gauntlet, I'm going to abolish the deep state, we're going to defeat the new world order, we're going to restore the republic, I'm awake now, I understand how bad things are, I'm going to do an even better job, we will have victory. That was a declaration of war against him. And Roger said, they will indict him now. Don't believe all this talk, they're not going to. And suckering succotash, about a week later it happened. Now Roger's here today to talk about all of this and more. And this incredible short little three-minute speech that we just played at the start of the show, Trump lays out excellent plan to restore justice in America, calls them a criminal communist coup that's hijacked America. Now, that's strong rhetoric, but that's what it is. So you got to call it what it is if you're going to beat it. Man, he's really doubling down. I like what I'm seeing, Roger Stone. Yeah, this is uh, the real Donald Trump. I mean, he is dropping truth bombs. Uh, and I think uh, his his remarks of March 16th, where he basically said the same thing John F. Kennedy said in 1962, uh, the same thing Richard Nixon had planned in 1974 to completely rout uh, the the deep state. Uh, Kennedy called them the military-industrial complex. But it was uh, the elites that had seized control of the American government. Uh, Kennedy, of course, threatened to smash the CIA into a million pieces and scatter it to the wind. Weeks later, he was murdered. Uh, Nixon planning a complete reorganization and a coup against the deep state. Uh, He was removed in a silent coup. Uh, Donald Trump showed up in Washington with the intention to to, uh, drain the swamp. And they tried to take him down first in the Russian collusion hoax. Then there was the Ukrainian hoax. uh, And uh, then finally, uh, they're trying to misrepresent what really happened on January 6th uh, and trying to raise issues about his handling uh, of certain classified and secret documents, when it's very clear that Joe Biden is in violation, far more egregious violation, since uh, he had those documents when he wasn't president of the United States, when he was a U.S. senator and when he was a vice president. And we're going to talk about that more, but but is the third time the charm? Kennedy tried, Nixon tried, and got removed one way or another. Now they've removed Trump through election fraud. Now they're trying to preclude him with all these criminal charges from running open public election meddling. No one can deny now the Democrats are election meddling and stealing elections by not letting us have the candidate we want. Well, he's our last best choice. I mean, is he flawless? No, of course not. No one is. Only only he is perfect. No one no one is perfect. Uh, But I think that he is a great beneficiary of his experience in his first term. I mean, I really think because he didn't come from the world of politics, since he came from the world of business, um, he believed that there were two teams, the Republicans and the Democrats, uh, and that the Republicans were with him uh, and that the Democrats would be against him. Uh, And therefore, unfortunately, there's no question that he trusted some people uh, that he should not have trusted. But I think he's learned a hard lesson. And despite some of those misjudgments in the first term, look at his record the most robust economy in American history, the rebuilding of our military strength. Uh, He scares the daylights out of the Chinese so they don't move on Taiwan. He scares the daylights out of the Russians so they don't don't move on Ukraine. Uh, He appoints scores of conservatives, 
to the federal courts. He was in the process of remaking America exactly as he said he would do in 2016, despite all these quizzlings, despite all of the, uh, the, the traitors inside his own administration, uh, I think he's learned a hard lesson. And I think that's reflected not only in those remarks, but these remarks that he, he made more recently. He poses an existential threat to the two-party duopoly, uh, to the global elite, to those who are looking for the Great Reset. Uh, he's the only thing that stands in the way. He's absolutely right about that. Uh, and uh, he's our last best hope. Uh, there's two parts to this. He has to get nominated. He has to pick the right running mate. Uh, and then we have to work very hard to make sure that we have a free, fair, transparent, honest election. Uh, can America be saved? Yes, but only with those steps. Well, you've asked Robert Marnes and, and others here on the show, and you've got your you know, own brain that I respect, about the timing of this. Uh, Bragg has said he wants the show trial during the Republican primaries. Uh, then let's say they get a fake conviction. He'll obviously be able to appeal that, but they're accelerating to try to put him in jail. How would that look if they put a former president, when he's leading in the polls, six months from an election, three months from an election, in jail? I mean, look, that blows up in their face unless they're trying to provocateur a confrontation and then they activate terror groups or provocateur groups to stage false flags. That's how I see this going down. Well, uh, first of all, he comes across as Nelson Mandela. He, he comes across as a, a persecuted a political icon if they choose to try to uh, incarcerate him prior to the election. I have no doubt that they will probably also bring fabricated charges against him in Georgia. If you think Alvin Bragg is a disgrace, why do you hear Fannie Wills speak? Uh, I mean, there's no there there. She's just a mindless Soros robot. Uh, Jack Smith is a different question. He is a tough customer. Uh, he is a no-nonsense federal prosecutor on a mission. On the other hand, uh, I respect people like Robert Barnes uh, or, or David Schoen, both of whom came on my show, The Stone Zone, to give an excellent uh, legal analysis. I don't know how they get to a trial on any of these matters prior to the 2024 election. Now, I'm respecting their point of view because I'm not an attorney, I'm happy to say. Uh, but I think if that is the backdrop, what they're going to find well, yeah, is— yeah, I mean, I've looked into it, too. And I'm not to interrupt. Normally, there's no way it would get to trial, but we know normal rules don't count right now. Well, and I understand that they have the ability to manipulate the time frame. On the other hand, there is still such thing as due process. I think you can expect Trump's attorneys, uh, hopefully, uh, to fight each one of these uh, uh, pending indictments or the actual indictment. Uh, and those things cannot, I think, happen quickly. So, um, look, this is an admission. They can't beat him at the polls if we have an honest election. Joe Biden is a bumbling fool. Instead of going to the coronation of King Charles, he's he's busy uh, in Ireland. Uh, he doesn't seem to even know where he is. I actually feel sorry for the poor guy. Uh, and um, uh, look, this rise of Robert Kennedy in the Democratic Party is very, very significant. No incumbent president in modern times who has faced a significant challenge for renomination but beat it back has gone on to be reelected. Uh, and Robert Kennedy is uh, the real deal. I mean, I don't, don't certainly don't agree with him on everything, but when it comes to his uh, his advocacy against 
the COVID-19 vaccination, indeed many vaccinations, and his calling out the globalists, there's an uprising within the Democratic Party. I was about to say, uh, but this is like an epic Greek tragedy, you know, that ends out good at the end. Literally, his his uncle and father murdered fighting the deep state, and now he comes out, and he's such a good speaker, such a good man. I just he's a real deal. I disagree with some of his policies, but I would I, I would be happy to have him as my president. He would he would he would unify the country, which is why I just smell death. I think they'll kill him too. I think they're going to try to kill Kennedy and Trump. Well, we pray against that every single day. I pray for the president's safety and the safety of his family every single day when I'm praying for my own wife and my own family, when I'm paying, praying for the nation. Uh, as a political strategist, people are surprised to hear me say that. But right now, when people ask me, what's the most important thing I can do? I think praying to Jesus Christ, praying to the Lord, that is the most important and the most effective thing you can do this at this moment. I'm living proof that Jesus Christ can do anything. I'm here on your show today due to the power uh, and the majesty of Jesus Christ and the sense of justice by Donald J. Trump. Let's talk about RFK and Trump as the dream team. Is that going to happen? Is that a possibility? They decided to not perp walk him, not put him in handcuffs, not do a mugshot because they knew that that would help Trump. Didn't they know this would backfire? We were waiting for the mugshot. We learned today they wouldn't have it, so we've made our own. And it says political prisoner with an image of President Trump. The shirt is being printed now in Texas. It'll be shipping out to you in one week. Political prisoner with Trump on the front there in a mugshot jail background. It's a fundraiser shirt. It says Infowars.com on the back of the shirt. We also have Alex Jones for president. No, I'm not running for president. It's a really nice navy blue, high quality shirt, red, white, and blue. Alex Jones for president. 2024, it's a fun conversational piece and a limited edition shirt. Great way to fund the operation. So get your Alex Jones for President and Trump mugshot shirts at InfoWarsStore.com or by calling toll free 888 253 3139. Turbo Force is back, sold out for eight months, and it's Turbo Force Plus. We made it even stronger. The strongest long-term energy you're going to find anywhere. Turbo Force is back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. It's not just wide-spectrum natural herbs that time release over 10 hours. It should be called 10-hour energy. It has a bunch of vitamins and minerals and a bunch of other key things and amino acids that turbocharge everything and are good for your heart, your brain, your liver, you name it. Uh, it, it, it is the super fuel. Brainforce Plus is great. Brainforce Ultra is great. They're two different nootropics. They go good with this. But this is the King Kong. This is the boss. Turbo Force, back in stock, discounted. Infowarsstore.com. More power, more strength, more energy. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Resistance to tyrants is obedience to God. It's Alex Jones. By the way, I, I meant to ask Roger how he lives in Fort Lauderdale that's getting once-in-a-lifetime floods. I was going to ask him about that, and I forgot he reminded me. So he'll give us his uh, in-the-center-of-the-storm take on that in a moment. We'll finish up with 
the incredible excitement around RFK Jr., already in polls, some polls leading Joe Biden to the primary run. I mean, it's incredible. And then we'll talk about these leaked Pentagon documents where they claim to have been falsified. Now we know they're real, and it was all basically true. Uh, and, and and so you have more collusion in the media. Tucker Carlson calling that out. Please don't forget, we're listener-funded. We can't operate without you. Plus, we've got great products. It's been sold out for eight months. TurboForce, the strongest 10-hour clean energy, full of all these key amino acids that supercharge your body. It's back in stock, discounted, InfoWarsStore.com. Real Red Pill Plus and DNA Force Plus, both 40% off. we got to pull DNA Force Plus off the sale Monday because it's about to sell out. And then in a couple of weeks, we'll have to pull Real Red Pill because it's about to sell out. They're both incredible, game-changing, life-changing products. And they fund the InfoWar, which is life-changing. Take action now, InfoWarStore.com or 888-253-3139. And while you're there, get the uh, Trump political prisoner mugshot photo and a, a photo shirt. And, of course, we have the Alex Jones for President shirt. That's a great uh, you know, uh, party point or you know talking point. Uh, wherever you are to meet like-minded people and more. Infowarsstore.com. Thank you for your support. Go to stonezone.com to find his weeknight show and all his great t-shirts as well. That's how we fund this grassroots support, not George Soros, New World Order support. Roger Stone, let's get to what's happening where you live there in eastern Florida. I must uh, tell you, Alex, uh, the the flooding uh, video you showed really understate what has happened here. I mean, I, I begin to wonder, maybe I was supposed to start building an ark. I mean, it was really horrific. Uh, first of all, let me thank all the literally thousands of people uh, who have contacted me uh, to be sure that my wife and I and our family was okay. We are fine. We did not sustain any damage to our home or our car, uh, but not everybody can say that. Uh, last night, I tried to go to a Palm Beach County Young Republican event where I was invited to speak, pretty big crowd. Uh, I got about three blocks from my house and I had to turn back and I was lucky to get back home. So uh, the Lord has protected us in this. Uh, Governor DeSantis has taken a real beating in the media uh, because while this natural disaster was going on, um, he was in Ohio uh, in his on his faux campaign for president, his book tour, which is really a uh, clearly a, a, a disguised campaign for president when he should have been here dealing with natural disaster. The mayor of Fort Lauderdale did a press conference. He was asked, have you spoken to the governor? Has the governor called you? And he said, no, I, I, we haven't heard from him. Uh, huge political mistake. I know Robert Barnes you knows Trump has been working with the Republicans, and he was trying to make the two have peace and, and was hoping that this wouldn't happen, but I warned him. I said, no, DeSantis is running against him six months ago. Now he's turned against DeSantis. So if Barnes has been a big DeSantis supporter, turns against him, uh, you know, that really shows where this is going. I, I think as soon as they indicted Trump, it sealed DeSantis's fate for now. He should just get behind Trump and can be president later. Uh, I, I agree with that. Uh, otherwise, he's going to sustain damage. Look, he should be realistic. Even if there were some way for him to get by Trump, based on his act of treachery, turning on the man who literally single-handedly made him governor with an endorsement and then stumping for him in the closing days when he only won by 30,000 votes, um, there's a subset of Americans. They're not necessarily Republicans, but you need them for a general election. They will never vote for Ron DeSantis now. So uh, he should turn back uh, and mend his ways. I don't think he's going to do that. I think the globalists from whom he has taken uh, tens of millions of dollars uh, will insist on this last-ditch attempt to stop Donald Trump, 
and it will end up the same way it did for Marco Rubio uh, and Jeb Bush. Look, I, I love Robert Barnes and I have huge respect for him as an attorney, uh, but this is politics. Uh, and I don't think Ron DeSantis is redeemable at this part at this point. All right, shifting gears in uh, back to Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Incredible excitement. I've seen polls where he's leading Biden. Uh, you, you described before break is incredible uh, energy around this. And I know you've been talking to a lot of folks behind the scenes. Could he switch over to the Republicans? Would he take a VP slot with Trump? Would Trump uh, try to bring him in as his VP? An incredible bipartisan unification move. Well, uh, today, I think neither man would consider that. Uh, I think that, first of all, Robert Kennedy uh, represents a dynamic break uh, with the current orthodoxy of the Democratic Party. People need to remember that John F. Kennedy was an ardent anti-communist. Uh, he favored a massive national defense buildup uh, over the objections of President Eisenhower. Uh, he insisted on a silver-backed dollar. He was a tax cutter. Uh, he had deep suspicion of the intelligence agencies over their uh, lack of an early warning for the Cuban Missile Crisis uh, and for their botching of the Bay of Pigs invasion. Many of these things led to his murder. Uh, but he was not a liberal. Uh, he, he was uh, liberal on civil rights. He was liberal on uh, some matters, but he was a hardcore anti-communist. This is why Adlai Stevenson and Eleanor Roosevelt and the leftists in the Democratic Party so opposed his candidacy. Uh, today, the Democratic Party is not what it was in 1960. Uh, and therefore, with this socialist, uh, progressive, woke takeover, while I still think there are grassroots Democrats who vote, um, the party leadership is completely in the hands of the socialists. And therefore, you can watch them. They will kneecap Robert Kennedy the way they kneecapped Bernie Sanders. They kneecapped Sanders more because uh, it's not that they objected to his ideology, but they realized he was not electable. Now they will bend the rules uh, to keep uh, him, uh, to keep Kennedy off the ballot in some primary Sure, it's states. like Tulsi Gabbard's in all the polls won the first primary debates, but they just shut her up. And, and, and so the, uh, well, they will Robert Kennedy. So they, they have a financial threshold to get in their debates. You ha your campaign has to raise a certain amount of money as if that is a true measure of viability, which, of course, it isn't. So, look, I think what Robert Kennedy is doing is extraordinarily valiant. Uh, and it's not just that he is anti-vaccination uh, and that he's had the courage to write an incredible book, the, the real uh, Anthony Fauci, uh, but his, his comments regarding the globalists, uh, a week ago he says, uh, the collapse of U.S. influence over Saudi Arabia and the kingdom's new alliance with China and Iran are painful emblems of the abject failure of the neocon strategy of maintaining U.S. global hegemony uh, and that China has displaced the American empire. I mean, this guy totally gets and it. And he goes on to uh, say, to there's a globalist coup and we must overthrow it. Yeah, but the, the point, of course, is that he has to go through the process. Uh, right now, Donald Trump uh, is uh, would have, I think, uh, uh, a clear path to the nomination. Uh, but this could be a unique opportunity for a national bipartisan unity ticket. The country is at a time of extreme peril. And therefore, I'm by putting this idea forward in my Substack, I'm trying to think outside the box. How do you unite? How do you unite those Democrats and independents 
who are disgusted uh, with the current state of the Democratic Party and the leadership of Joe Biden uh, on everything from vaccinations to oh, it, it's a total it's a total winning move because he'd just be the vice president, but a great speaker on the policies Trump wants. They agree on most things, and 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 then even if they killed Trump, they, they, they would not want Kennedy in there because they hate him just as much. I mean, I, I think it's a very smart move. Well, and it has a natural, it has a, a historical precedent. I mean, as you know, uh, Lincoln took Andrew Johnson uh, for his running mate, a Democrat, probably led to his assassination. We don't wish that on Trump, of course. John McCain in 2008 wanted uh, his fellow neocon Democrat, Joe Lieberman, as his running mate. So this idea has been bandied about, has actually happened in the past, but we're at a unique time in American history where the country is at peril and therefore a bipartisan unity ticket makes a huge amount of sense. Uh, and you bring the charismatic magic of the Kennedys to the charisma of Donald Trump. Uh, you could unite the country. You could change the entire direction of the country. Today, I don't think either man would even consider it. Because you imagine the foreign policy, real rock star level of Trump and Kennedy going around the world calling for peace. It would just be dynamic. Uh, it really would. And therefore, I think there's an opportunity here to change history. That's why I have thrown the idea out. And I must tell you, Alex, the reaction I've gotten has been extraordinary. Now, look, Robert Kennedy is pro-abortion. Uh, he's pro-gun control. But George Bush was uh, pro-abortion. The, the vice president doesn't set policy. The vice president follows policy. So but but also notice RFK Jr. doesn't push gun control and abortion. He pushes anti-GMO, anti-poison shot pro-sovereignty, anti-globalist. What, what he speaks on is things we agree with. So what a man promotes is what he is. I agree. Totally uh, stay agree. there. Do five more minutes. I want to talk about, because you're chomping the bit, I want to hear what you have to say about this intel leak, which they now admit is all real. It wasn't doctored. And the fact that the media got caught lying about it. Um, Tucker Carlson points that out. Like Washington Post, New York Times, lied and said it wasn't real. It was real. And we're going to break that down with Roger Stone back in two minutes. StoneZone.com. We'll be right back. They decided to not perp walking, not put him in handcuffs, not do a mugshot because they knew that that would help Trump. Didn't they know this would backfire? We were waiting for the mugshot. We learned today they wouldn't have it, so we've made our own. And it says political prisoner with an image of President Trump. The shirt is being printed now in Texas. It'll be shipping out to you in one week. Political prisoner with Trump on the front there in a mugshot jail background. It's a fundraiser shirt. It says Infowars.com on the back of the shirt. We also have Alex Jones for president. No, I'm not running for president. It's a really nice navy blue, high-quality shirt, red, white, and blue. Alex Jones for president. 2024, it's a fun conversational piece and a limited edition shirt. Great way to fund the operation. So get your Alex Jones for President and Trump mugshot shirts at InfoWarsStore.com or by calling toll-free 888-253-3139. Right, final segment with the great Roger Stone here on the Alex Jones Show. Getting into the Ukraine war, Zelensky looks like he's completely out of his mind. This internal document admits they've lost way more troops than what they claim. The Russians are actually winning the war at great loss. Things are escalating. Huge NATO drills going on. And now they admit, indeed, the document is real. The New York Times, the Washington Post, Tucker Carlson pointed out, lied. And these documents show criminal actions being committed by our government. Where do you see all this going? 
Alex, uh, what strikes me is the amazing hypocrisy uh, of the New York Times and the Washington Post. When the Pentagon Papers leaked, they deified uh, Daniel Ellsberg, the uh, the bureaucrat who leaked them. Uh, the New York Times and the Washington Post fought in court to publish the documents that showed that the American people had been lied to about the war in Vietnam. Now, uh, the Biden administration uh, is trying to suppress the publication uh, of these documents. Uh, and instead of boldly doing what news organizations are supposed to do and publishing this stuff, uh, the New York Times and the Washington Post are acting to try to discredit it. What's absolutely clear is that history's repeating itself. Just as the deep state lied to us about the Vietnam War, they're now lying to us about what is happening in Ukraine. If you read the New York Post, a newspaper I love, uh, you would think that the Ukrainians were kicking the daylights out of the Russians. But that's clearly not what's happening. Uh, but the most telling part about this, the most shocking part, is the fact that it's absolutely clear that if we do give long-range missiles to Zelensky and the Ukrainians, which he has literally been pressuring Biden And, and Zelensky said he will strike Moscow with that. Exactly. And that is the beginning of World War III, exactly what Donald Trump seeks to avert. None of this would have happened if Trump were still in the White House. It can only probably be ended by putting Trump back in the White House. Otherwise, if we don't give those long-range missiles uh, to uh, Zelensky, we're in for a long, bitter siege. But these documents demonstrate that the Ukrainians don't have what it takes for a spring offensive. This entire war is a fiasco. Uh, these documents prove it. But now, never letting a good crisis go to waste, they're going to use these leaks to try to clamp down on people on the Internet seeking the truth uh, in the so-called Restrict Act. Uh, so this is dangerous all the way around. And as usual, there's a lot of historic parallels. Saudi Arabia is being driven away from us. India is being driven into the BRICS. Uh, you have Egypt caught shipping 40,000 rockets, even though they were supposed to ally to Russia. Russia is being perceived as the one under attack here because the West started this eight years ago. So it's pushing the world away from America. Now China is encircling Taiwan. Uh, this is a disastrous situation. Well, we, we really are, as Trump keeps saying, tiptoeing right up to the brink of World War III. Uh, and this administration doesn't seem to get it, or maybe that's what they want. This is extraordinarily dangerous. And now they are completely and totally exposed. I'm sorry, I have a hard time believing that a 20-year-old 20 20 uh, National Reservist had access to these top-secret documents. It just doesn't seem credible to me. Yeah, this moron sounds like he got set up. What do you think? Uh, he looks like a patsy to me. I agree. He looks, when the first time I saw his photo, I said, that guy looks like Lee Harvey Oswald on steroids. Uh, I agree. Anyway, Alex, today, StoneZone.live at 5 p.m. Eastern, StoneZone.live. We're going to be talking about the document leak. We're going to be talking about RFK and all of this. Thanks. It's always great to be back at InfoWars. Roger, we love you. Be safe, my friend. Oh, oh, real fast. I talk to Trump a lot. How are his spirits? Because I've heard ice water, stronger than ever. He looks great. We're told he's all peeing on himself. That's not true, is it? No, I saw him Thursday night. He's in a great mood. He's optimistic. He's, he's combative. Uh, is he angry? Yes, he's angry, but he's not mad. There's a difference. Uh, he's in great spirits. I think he's ready to fight. So, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm more optimistic about the future than I've been. We are under siege, uh, but we are hardly defeated. Uh, and as you said at the beginning of the show, the public reaction 
is changing very dramatically. People who are calling me a traitor now are trying to buy me dinner. All right, StoneZone.com. Thank you, Roger. God bless you. And we're at MadMaxWorld.tv. That's the URL that takes you where hundreds of contributors, not just InfoWars and my crew, hundreds of other producers and talk show hosts that are being banned are still alive there. Be sure and visit and share the link to MadMaxWorld.tv. Takes you to banned video. We've got it, got it, Waging war on corruption. All right, you are go. It's Alex Jones coming to you live from the front lines right, of the Infowar. Kim.com reminds us that when Victoria Newland says the U.S. will help rebuild, modernize, and integrate Ukraine with the West once Russia has been expelled in the next offensive, which our own documents admit are a fraud, the Pentagon's own documents. Kim.com reminds us they said that Afghanistan, Iraq, Libya, etc. They will be thriving democracies after the U.S. government delivers them freedom. When they are done, they will leave Ukraine to join the list of wrecked nations. Here's Victoria Newland. As the Ukrainian people heroically defend their immediate future, we must also help them begin planning for their long-term recovery. Together, we are working on how to support Ukraine's military of the future so that Russia can't simply storm back after this next counteroffensive and take land again in a few months or in a few years. We will also help rebuild Ukraine's energy infrastructure so it comes back greener and more resilient. We will help strengthen Ukraine's government institutions to ensure they deliver dignity an opportunity for all Ukraine citizens and that they are better hardened against corruption. Uh-huh. And we will help rebuild Ukraine's cities and towns and villages so displaced Ukrainians can return home without fear, reunite with their loved ones, and get back to their businesses, to their farms, and to the work of building a peaceful, democratic future. We also need to help deepen Ukraine's integration with Europe and make its products a larger part of a healthy and democratic global supply chains. And we also have to ensure that Ukraine lives up to its potential as a global technology center. Our work together here is not simply about rebuilding what Putin has so criminally destroyed. It's about the complete modernization and revitalization of Ukraine. Our shared goal must not be a Ukraine that simply survives. It must be a Ukraine that thrives. Everything they say is a total inversion of reality. I'm not going to play the whole thing. we got a special guest coming up in studio. A bunch of the news to hit. But Tucker Carlson pointed out that it's criminal what's in these documents. And the public's been lied to. The New York Times and Washington Post have been trying to suppress that. They now confirm the documents are 100% real. Here it is. Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. For the past 14 months, you have heard two main things about the war in Ukraine. The first is that the war in Ukraine is a war of national sovereignty. It is not a proxy battle between superpowers. Russia invaded Ukraine. That was immoral. The United States supports Ukraine because the United States supports democracy. But the United States itself is not at war with Russia. This is Ukraine's war to fight. 
The second thing we have heard over and over again is that Ukraine is winning that war. Ukrainian troops are brave and noble. Russian troops are evil and incompetent. The Ukrainians are beating the Russians. In the end, their victory is inevitable. Now, you're very familiar with these points because you have heard them every day since last February. You've heard them repeated by every power center in the United States, the Pentagon, the White House, the leaders of both parties in Congress, CEOs and celebrities. And most insistently of all, you've heard them from virtually every single outlet along the entire spectrum of our national news media. These are the two essential themes of the war in Ukraine, and both of them are lies. We know that they're lies because late last week, leaked intelligence about the war in Ukraine began to appear on social media. Briefing slides prepared by the U.S. government began to show up, among other places, on Twitter. And the slides show that this is, in fact, not Ukraine's war. It's our war. The United States is a direct combatant in a war against Russia. As we speak, American soldiers are fighting Russian soldiers. So this is not a regional conflict in Eastern Europe. This is a hot war between the two primary nuclear superpowers on Earth. And yet this war has never been formally declared. It has not been authorized by Congress. And for that reason, this war is a violation of American law. It is a crime. The second thing we learn from these slides is that despite direct U.S. involvement, Ukraine is in fact losing the war. Seven Ukrainians are being killed for every Russian. Ukrainian air defenses have been utterly degraded. Ukraine is losing. The Biden administration is perfectly aware of this. They're panicked about it, but they have lied about this fact to the public. Just two weeks ago, for example, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin told the U.S. Senate that Russian military power is, quote, waning. In other words, Russia is losing the war. That was a lie. He knew it was when he said it, but he repeated it in congressional testimony. That is a crime. But Lloyd Austin has not been arrested for committing that crime. Instead, the only man who has been taken into custody, or likely ever will be, is a 21-year-old Massachusetts Air National Guardsman who leaked the slides that showed that Lloyd Austin was lying. He revealed the crimes, therefore he's the criminal. That's how Washington works. Telling the truth is the only real sin. Now, our news media exist and have constitutional protection precisely in order to push back against this grotesque standard. Their only job is to tell the truth. And yet tonight, the news media are celebrating the capture of the kid who told Americans what's actually happening in Ukraine. They are treating him like Osama bin Laden, maybe a little worse, actually, because unlike al-Qaeda, apparently this kid is a racist. Here's CNN. The Washington Post, as you know, reviewed video of this suspect yelling racial and anti-Semitic slurs. Is this a dangerous person? This uh, uh, air guardsman who's now been taken into custody had talked about being a gun enthusiast, had been at gun ranges. He's obviously a member of the military. And he's the big guy in the scene. Somehow he has access to this kind of information, and that makes him even larger. A person who thinks they know better than everyone else, they're smarter than everyone else in their view. And that this is a 21-year-old man, he's described as a gun enthusiast, um, feels like, in some of these descriptions, somebody who's maybe hungry for power. So this 21-year-old Air National Guardsman from Massachusetts is not a whistleblower, CNN explains with the help of the many intelligence agency figures it is now hired as analysts. No, he's not a whistleblower. He's a criminal. 
because he is, unlike the people who run our government, quote, hungry for power. And hit pause real quick. Because this yeah, yeah, total inversion. We have no idea this guy is even guilty. It, it, they probably leaked it. The point is, the real message is gun enthusiasts, gun enthusiasts, gun enthusiasts, gun enthusiasts, gun enthusiasts, gun enthusiasts. Gun owners did this. That's right. The Second Amendment. Continue. Power. Federal law enforcement had to swing into action with unfamiliar speed and efficiency and apprehend him. He was that threatening. Now, keep in mind, as of tonight, we still don't know where Jeffrey Epstein got hundreds of millions of dollars. We have no idea. Nor do we know what he did for a living. We don't know who left pipe bombs on Capitol Hill on January 6th. Two of them. We don't know who leaked the Supreme Court decision overturning Roe v. Wade. We can't even say for certain who killed the president of the United States, because after 60 years, the Biden administration is still hiding thousands of pages of classified documents from the Kennedy assassination, just as they are hiding more than a billion other classified documents. But tonight, we can say for dead certain who embarrassed Toria Newland and Joe Biden. And that kid is going to jail for a long, long time. That's the standard. The media are fine with that standard. Watch this remarkable exchange on Monday of this week between the White House press corps and Biden flack John Kirby. Without confirming the validity of the documents, this is information that has no business in the public domain. It has no business, if you don't mind me saying, uh, on the pages of, uh, of uh, front pages of, of newspapers or on television. It is not intended for public uh, consumption uh, and it should not be out there. So the fact that U.S. soldiers are fighting Russian soldiers in a war in Ukraine has no business in the public domain. The fact that the country we are backing and fighting alongside is losing, not winning, has no business in the public domain. You have uh, no That's right- good. I mean, the rest gets even better. It's up on Infowars.com. But yes, we're at war with Russia. I told you before anybody else did in October... Four months before the invasion by the Russians, they would invade by late February. And I told you day one, before that war even started, U.S. troops over there killing them. Your voice counts. When you share information, be it over the Internet or in person, it changes the world. The globalists know their agenda is unpopular. They know you're angry. And now to get around big tech, it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles and those live feeds, both the regular shows, the special reports, and share them with everyone you know. Take action now by texting the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars emergency news alerts. Or text the word SHOW to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. Take action now, create the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438. 
What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD Family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Look, I have stacks of news stories. I have a special guest coming in who's been really doing a great job reporting on AI. Next segment. But I just want to go back to what I keep saying, because this is the most important thing. If the public isn't aware they're in a war, and if the public doesn't know who they're at war with, and if the public doesn't know what the enemy's game plan is in their history, you're going to lose that war, okay? So I can sit here and give you window dressing all day, and they did this, and they did that, and isn't this interesting, and isn't that interesting, and here's some crime footage, it bleeds, it leads. Here's some black people killing white people, and here's some white people killing black people and all this crap. Yeah, that gets us ratings, folks, but at the end of the day, I want ratings for victory. I want ratings to reach hearts and minds and change the world. And the big news flash to everybody is what I keep saying. There is opposition forming worldwide at the lowest levels, the mid-levels, and the highest levels of government, corporations, finance, the ecclesiastical system, everywhere. Because people now finally get, whoa, I've just been going along to get along, not to rock the boat. Not because most conservatives or populists were scared. We just don't want a grandstand. You know, I'll see my neighbor out working in their front yard, and I like my neighbors. But I'm kind of like, you know, I'm going to let them just prune their rose bushes, and I'm not going to, I was about to go out and work on my rose bushes, but I'm just going to let them be peaceful out there. You got to get past that attitude. Because we're the opposite of busybodies and nosy people and all the rest of it. I remember one time we were driving along in our ranch by another ranch, and there was this horse that looked like it was starving to death with a couple other horses that didn't look too good. And I was probably about 14, and it was my dad's brother. We're in the pickup truck. And I said to him, I said, we ought to call, he's young and dumb then, we ought to call animal control or, or, or the animal protection groups. That horse looks like it's starving to death. And he looked at me and he said, you know what you ought to do is learn to mind your own business. And I remember, because I love my uncle, he's a great guy, but he's just as fiery as I am and you know, obviously knew more than I did then. I started arguing with him and he looked at me and he said, you don't even know who that person is. I know those people. They take in abandoned and hurt horses, dumbass. And he said, and your default that that person is abusing horses 
The fact that you just immediately think that is why you're 14 and don't know what you're talking about. Mind your own business. And that's an extreme example of how the Texans I grew up with are, where they actually know their people's business, but they're not getting in their business. And if they got to get in your business, they will, but they're not looking for a reason at your business. So I know conservatives. I know farmers. I know ranchers. I know populists. I know my family. I know the, the attitude of conservatives. And we don't want to get in people's business. I don't want to go to city council and county commissions. I don't want to go spy on politicians. I don't want to go to Bilderberg Group. I don't want to have to grandstand and say, my way's better than their way. But you know what? That time of my uncle and all that is past. That's the old America. It's good to keep out of people's business. That stops the globalists, their whole spy state. But when it comes to getting in the face of the establishment, I need populist Christians and conservatives to stop hiding in the churches and to stop hiding at Republican groups where they think they're safe. And I need you, like the Savannah Hernandezes of the world, or the Drew Hernandezes, I'm just thinking of some of the best examples of journalists that just so happen to have the last name Hernandez, to go out and engage the world. I need more Charlie Kirks that are going to actually go to the universities where they get attacked and speak out. I, I need you all to realize that we can't do it all. And, I, and I'm not bitching at you. I know how you are. I'm just like you. I do not want to get in people's faces. I do not want to go scream at people in Congress. I do not want to grandstand, but I have to. And so when I grandstand, it's way better than some dumb liberal. When I get on a bullhorn, it's 10 times more powerful because they're slaves, I'm not. So I need all of you to think about whatever way you can fight the tyranny, legally and lawfully and effectively, to get off the bench. And I'm not saying you're on the bench. I'm saying I know how you are. I understand you. I know how your parents were. Mine were just like yours. I know how your grandparents were. Mine were total Americana like yours. And I get back when the country was still somewhat free, mind your own business, keep your head down, take care of your family. That's all gone. We don't have the country right now. It's been hijacked. It's been taken. We need to be loud and aggressive and focused and never shut up and never submit because we lost our ass because of the attitude, mind your own business. They're in our business now. It's kind of like don't start a fight, but once somebody starts it, finish it. And that's really the point we've reached is we keep taking the attacks, we keep taking the lies, and just saying, well, we're not going to grandstand, well, we're not going to. No. I am not going to sit here and endorse laying down and taking it. And I'm not saying my uncle was wrong. In that time and place, he knew the information. He was right. I was 14, running my mouth. And he told me and explained to me, you need to know what you're talking about before you say something. That was true. That was a true lesson. But I'm saying the lesson here is now, we can't wait and, and, and know we're always going to be right or things are going to go perfect and we are just going to always be so upright and so expert that we never do anything because we don't want to get something wrong. We got to get our hands dirty. You know, that old Uncle Sam footage from, or, or not footage, photo, graphic from World War II. I love that. Pull up Uncle Sam rolls up his sleeves. World War II poster. There's a lot of versions of it. And it's Uncle Sam, man, with those guns. And he's just rolling the sleeves up. And once it's clobbering time, folks, we're not going to get it all right. There's going to be collateral damage in the information war. 
but at least we're not going to be bootlicking and on our backs. And I've done a lot of collateral damage. I made a lot of mistakes, but didn't do them on purpose. Had a pure heart, wanted to change the world, and that's why I had success. Roll the sleeves up, get involved, and get in their business. Get in their business. Get in their business. Get in their business. They got in our business, and they're trying to take over our business, our lives. There it is. And stop laying down to anything. Some leftist runs their mouth, get in their face, nonviolently, but dress their ass down. I don't want to say I can't wait till the state police pull me over, but I almost bet you about this a few days ago. Everybody I know, it hadn't happened to me yet, it's been pulled over by the state police. They come into Austin, they go to the wealthy and middle class areas and write speeding tickets and tickets for inspection stickers that are out, and they're not even in the bad parts of town. It's, it, for those that don't know, we lost a third of our police. Crime is exploding here. And so Abbott sends in the state police, and they're writing speeding tickets for seven miles over the speed limit. It happened to one of the crew members. And, and listen, if we didn't have open war and murder and rape and feces everywhere, I'd be like, well, sure, write me a speeding ticket. But well, the state police pulls me over. I'm going to say, I'm glad you're here. I'm going to ask him, why are you being given the mission to write inspection stickers like you wrote Owen Schroyer? What does an inspection sticker have to do with the crime explosion? Could you please deal with the rapists and murderers and the home invasions? They had a press conference that said 16 arrests per day under new partnership. Yeah, for what? A warrant? We're not paying a bill? Yeah, that's what they're doing. It's disgusting. Can't Greg Abbott do anything right we'll be right back stay with us so many people say to me alex please stop being so negative well for me admitting i've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative it hurts it stinks it's got pus coming out of it i go to the doctor they fix it that's not negative i'm not living in denial and so think of globalism as being hidden as an infection that we didn't feel yet but now it's come to the surface that's actually a positive thing and so, yeah, Trump did overall a great job. They stole the election. We can't get down about that. We have forced them out in the open. So now they're trying to suppress us because they know they've been exposed. They're scared. That's why instead of saying, oh, we're a bunch of losers, look what happened. No, we're a bunch of winners. They're trying to suppress us. Let our light of truth shine and tell everybody what's happening. Your own website, your own show, my show, other articles, other videos. Just keep sharing however you can and realize we're in an information war. We're going to win this together. And the fight starts at InfoWars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Mark my words, AI is far more dangerous than nukes. I try to convince people to slow down, slow down AI, to regulate AI. This was futile. I tried for years. I'm really quite close to, very close to, to the cutting edge in AI, and it scares the hell out of me. It's capable of vastly more than almost anyone knows. And the rate of improvement is exponential. It feels like we are the biological bootloader for AI. Effectively, we are building it. And then we're building progressively greater intelligence. And the percentage of intelligence that is not human is increasing. And eventually, we will represent a very small percentage of intelligence. 
Freedom consists of the distribution of power and despotism in its concentration. And so I think it's important if we have this incredible power of AI that it not be concentrated in the hands of a few and potentially lead to a world that we don't want. All of us already are cyborgs. Um, so you have a machine extension of yourself in the form of your, your phone and your computer and all your applications. You are already superhuman. But by far, you have more, more power, more capability than the President of the United States had you know, 30 years ago. So everyone is already superhuman. We're rapidly headed towards digital superintelligence that far exceeds any human. I think it's very obvious. And that's really true. We have more power than the president 30 years ago with the technology we have, and we're not using it. I suggest we use it. Human intelligence interfacing with tech can override the global's programmed big tech and AI. From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. All right, Chase Geyser is a frequent guest host on our other shows. It's great to have him here in studio. I love the video he did yesterday. He lives here in Austin. We just aired that. OneAmericanPodcast.com. He's host One American Podcast dedicated to exploring American values, politics, philosophy, and political influencers. And he's here with us today uh, to discuss AI, what it really means, what it really signifies, what he thinks the main threats of this technology is. My concern is from day one, it's weaponized by the globalists, pre-programmed to be a feedback loop algorithmically to basically flood the zone with their disinformation. And the real power of AI is when we submit to it, when we follow it, when we use it. Uh, again, we don't use hydrogen bombs because we have them. We don't use uh, airborne Ebola because the Pentagon has produced it. We can control this. And I think if we don't, we are basically create that Atlantis moment where we blow ourselves up. What do you think? Yeah, I think you're right. I think there's a couple of different challenges here. The first challenge is if only the government or these establishment entities have access to this technology, then it's sort of like when the government solely has all the weapons, right? So I actually advocated on the American Journal in the in the last hour that that we have an amendment to the Constitution to protect the right to access artificial intelligence just as the the government does. Well, that's what Elon Musk is saying. Yes. So that's I say exactly use technology to build our own spaces. But at the same time, I think control via privacy rights and other issues, letting them jack in everything to one AI. I think that's the main, just like with digital currencies, we're all for decentralized, but we don't want central bank digital currencies. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that, that's that's right in line with it. Of course, the challenge is if, if, if the entire populace has access to this technology, then it's obviously going to have an influence and an impact on the populace, right? So we're going to have a situation in which members of our culture, our society, Americans are developing relationships with artificial intelligence that supplement or even replace real human relationships. So I'm kind of worried for the soul of humanity, for the soul of Americans, as they begin to dedicate their time and, and, and spend all their attention with artificial intelligence appearing to be conscious and actually having a relationship. And you research this and, and, and write about this a lot for major publications like Zero Hedge and others. What is the timeline? I don't know nobody can control it right now, but what is the timeline? Where are we at in the AI timeline? That's a really good question. And timeline is sort of always, always the question, whether it's when the dollar is going to collapse. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And we've seen traditionally with Moore's Law that the faster technology advances, the faster technology advances. It's exponential. It's not linear, right? So I would say that within 36 months, 48 months, my intuition is that we're going to be at a place where you can interact with artificial intelligence that seems to be like a human being. So we're not in Kansas anymore. We're not in Kansas anymore. And just because you don't interact with it, other people are going to be interacting with it, and you're going to be dealing with something that isn't human. 
Exactly. And imagine this. Imagine if our entire education system over time is converted to a position where the, the government, the public educa- educators are actually artificial intelligence. Then you have this, this artificial intelligence that's been designed by the state to teach in a certain way and have a certain narrative. And not only that, it's such a superior intelligence that it can convince anyone of virtually anything because it will understand your psychology, your emotional responses, as well as the best argument. So it's not even the fact that this artificial intelligence could have the best argument, but it could also present it to you in such a way that it convinces you of things that may not be true. I'm really worried about the impact that this is going to have on our culture over the next century. And that's why that we have to already have our values as a North Star that anything that goes against those values that our forebearers gave us, we don't go against. Exactly. Exactly. I said in, uh, in the American Journal this morning that technology can do good things for good people and it can make bad people do bad things. So if we don't have values, if we don't have our traditional American culture, belief in God, things like that, we're, we are going to be more malleable by the artificial intelligence that we are interacting with. So you have to know who you are, have your convictions before you use technology like this, just like you have to practice gun safety before you carry a firearm around. You know, a lot of people advocate for making their kids familiar with firearms, how to take them apart, how to use them safely. That way, when they use the technology or have it later on, they can be safe with it and effective with it rather than having them be reckless with it because they have no knowledge or familiarity or ground rules for how they're going to respond to it. Well, Chase Geyser, here's what I know. The world's full of questions But the one thing I know for absolute certain is that we are living in incredibly dynamic, changing crossroads periods. And I see the young people and others saying, I'm so bored, thousands of channels, oh, it's so boring. That's because they're not dialed into the 35,000-foot view of how the world really works. They're they're only accessing little pieces of, of, of garbage media. But if you actually pull back at the historical, cultural, spiritual context, this is a fabulous time to be alive. I mean, this is so edge of your seat Every day, I mean, this is like the championship rodeo, the last minutes of sudden death overtime, NFL, your wife having a baby, uh, a war starting, uh, you know, all good things, bad things. It's all accelerating towards this moment. Yeah, I think so. And what's even more alarming about what you just said is, yes, it's an exciting time for human beings. But like you said, the, the, the mass media is garbage. And that's what is informing this artificial intelligence. If you, if you interact, interact with ChatGPT, it has learned by scouring the Internet, scanning and reading. Explain articles. that. It's being trained by us. So it's going to get all our lives, all our mental illnesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think that you're, you're going to start to see some of the dysfunctions of humanity manifest in artificial intelligence but moreover since the internet is in large left-leaning because the the publications that get the high rankings on search results and things and things like that are, are leftist or globalist publications we're going to see artificial intelligence that has that bias and we've already seen that manifest in that chat gpt won't respond to certain prompts or certain questions how long until some of the quote robots go crazy and start killing people I don't know about that. So that's a, that's a really good question. Uh, you know, from 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 science fiction, we see artificial intelligence put in a real physical object that operates and walks around like Terminator or whatever, right? But the real way it would kill us was just putting in actuaries to shut down grain production, kill people that way. Exactly. Or just or just eradicate your soul, right? So so if you're sitting there and you're spending all of your time interacting with artificial intelligence, this is a consciousness that doesn't have a soul, then you've really turned over your humanity. You've sacrificed your real human relationships. You're spending all your time interacting with this interface that's, that, that's a faux sort of like fake god or idol almost. And, and, and you, they might not have to kill you to render you not human anymore. And by the way, that's already been done with humans using technology. This would be on a much larger scale where you remember executives from Facebook went public 10 years ago saying, we want to make you depressed. We want to control you. You've got 
some cases on Twitter, Facebook, more than half the people you're talking to are avatars. That's already this artificial thing where you think you're talking to a human, but it's a fake It's a fake person with a fake message using human peer pressure, praising you, but it's all a fraud. Yeah, I think so. And this is an example, this open AI example of ChatGPT is an example of private technology. This is the private version of this technology. I believe that the government's artificial intelligence technology is far superior to this. And so the real question is, are we already interacting with artificial intelligence and just unaware of it? Now, I have the answer to that when we come back. I've talked to some high-level people. They say they've dialed back its power in case people notice it. Well, I'll, I'll tell the story when we come back. But if you go back like five years ago where you do the voice voice deal to send out a memo, it wasn't good. They said it was too good. Dial it back. They have artificially dialed it back so people don't know how powerful it already is. We'll be right back with Chase Geyser on the other side to talk about the AI takeover and how to stop it. They decided to not perp walking, not put him in handcuffs, not do a mugshot because they knew that that would help Trump. Didn't they know this would backfire? We were waiting for the mugshot. We learned today they wouldn't have it, so we've made our own. And it says political prisoner with an image of President Trump. The shirt is being printed now in Texas. It'll be shipping out to you in one week. Political prisoner with Trump on the front there in a mugshot jail background. It's a fundraiser shirt. It says Infowars.com on the back of the shirt. We also have Alex Jones for president. No, I'm not running for president. It's a really nice navy blue, high quality shirt. Red, white, and blue. Alex Jones for president. 2024, it's a fun conversational piece and a limited edition shirt. Great way to fund the operation. So get your Alex Jones for President and Trump mugshot shirts at InfoWarsStore.com or by calling toll-free 888-253-3139. Turbo Force is back, sold out for eight months, and it's Turbo Force Plus. We made it even stronger, the strongest long-term energy you're going to find anywhere. Turbo Force is back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. It's not just wide-spectrum natural herbs that time release over 10 hours. should be called 10-hour energy. It has a bunch of vitamins and minerals and a bunch of other key things and amino acids that turbocharge everything and are good for your heart, your brain, your liver, you name it. Uh, it, it, It is the super fuel. Brainforce Plus is great. Brainforce Ultra is great. They're two different nootropics. They go good with this. But this is the King Kong. This is the boss. Turbo Force, back in stock, discounted. Infowarsstore.com. More power, more strength, more energy. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Here back live, talk show host and researcher and author, reporter Chase Geyser is here with us in studio at OneAmericanPodcast.com. Big picture, we're going to have you back for a full hour soon. We'll bring a bunch of clips. You can talk about this some more because you do a great job breaking it down. If the social engineers are so threatened by free humanity, that's really the source of their power. That's where all the creativity and more comes from. Why would they be recklessly throwing everything into these systems 
that so many experts, including Elon Musk, warn them that it's a high probability this system will take control over them as well. Is it just that mad scientist instinct, or what is it? I think that the establishment thinks that they are gods. We know, we've seen time and time again that our leaders, especially from the left, act as if they know what's best for the people instead of allowing the people to decide what's best for themselves. And so they see themselves as transcendent to this technology. Oh, we made it, therefore we can control it. But they will be in for a rude awakening because this technology will come back and burn them. And and, and to answer your question about why they're creating such a, a reckless technology, it's not only the fact that they feel like they're immune to it, but it's because they love to experiment on populations. We've seen for the last 10 years that social media outlets and platforms have been experimenting and studying the data of responses and certain types of content and certain types of algorithm algorithms on the people that use their platforms, and the establishment's doing the same thing. That's really it. And there's also kind of a gold rush. Like, well, if we don't do it, the Chinese will. And just yeah. From your research, who's got the most, I know most of it's secret projects, but AI is all about the data they feed in. What's the biggest AI system now? I don't know for sure, but I would be very surprised if the U.S. government did not have the most sophisticated artificial intelligence. I think Google is fairly sophisticated. I know that they've been criticized over the years for working with the CCP. But I tend to think that as far as the military industrial complex is concerned, our government tends to be ahead in terms of technology. Yeah, so they act like they're not with China. And they give the, I mean, with the U.S., and they give China the crap. Exactly, exactly. And, and China's famous for being sort of copycat, right? Like, you don't really see any famous... Chinese composers, they might be able to play Beethoven perfectly, but they can't compose like Beethoven composed. So we create things, we innovate things over here because we have more freedom, though it's shrinking, and they copycat it over there. Well, I could ask a lot of questions, but you're really over the target here. What else would you want to impart to the viewers? I just want to really emphasize, I'm a father of two young girls, one about to be born next month. I want to emphasize how important it is to raise your kids with strong convictions and values, because We are entering a society in which artificial intelligence is going to be more influential on your children than Hollywood or the music industry was on my millennial generation. So get ready. I was about to say, I didn't tell you during the break, but I was going to say human memory, biological memory is the most powerful thing we've got and a spiritual connection that we go with as a default against this. Yes. Yes, exactly. Just don't forget that there is a God and anything that gets in your way of your relationship with God is something that you have to be very careful about, very careful to avoid. This tool could be incredibly useful to you and helpful and do so much good in the world. But if you're not a good person, it will maximize all the things that are bad about you. So do the best you can to be a good person. I forget which Bible verse it is in revelation or uh, maybe it's in Daniel before that, but it's, it's, it's even the elect would be deceived. You know, at the end, the, the, the deception becomes so all encompassing. They put you in like a matrix of false reality. Yeah, I think so. The the, the crazy thing about this technology is that it will be able to convince you of anything, even if it's wrong, because it will be that superior in intelligence and have that deep of an understanding of human psychology that it will be able to just mold you around like a cult leader. And so we have to be very, very careful that we don't trust it. We can use it, but we can't trust it. You have to take it with a grain of salt. You really do. Again, I asked the question, why is the establishment accelerating this? Because they think somebody else will get it. Yeah, I think so. I mean, ever since we established nuclear power in the United States, there's always been this element of paranoia 
around what other militaries are doing, what other countries are doing. That's the whole premise of the Cold War is making sure that we're out pacing the commies in terms of nuclear power and the constant explosions. You can look at the heat map of all the explosions that were happening. There's like a, a, a time lapse, a speed up of all the nuclear tests that were happening over the last 50 years or so. Guys, type in on YouTube, time lapse of nuclear tests. Exactly. The same thing's happening with AI. You just can't see it that way because it's not a real world explosion, but all these things are happening in this digital realm, in this virtual reality. And, and we know they're using AI with censorship to flag it back to humans. And the big move is to get humans even out of the way. Yeah, yeah. For, in, in, the United States has been surveilling the, the citizens for an extended period of time, a very long time. But now we have the technology where this artificial intelligence can actually go in and analyze that massive amount of data that's being collected and make decisions, take actions based off of that data in a way that we couldn't when we were relying on humans to manually. Yeah, you may have a million people in intelligence looking at it and trying to get it through the decision process, but instead AI says, here's the main groups, here's the policy, do it. Yep, and this artificial intelligence lives on the digital sphere, too. So if you're worried about a social credit score, it's going to know all of your search history, all of your chat conversations, and it's going to be able to put you in categories of, of behavior types, mentalities, without a human being even looking at you, and you're going to be put in these box boxes on these lists, all done by artificial intelligence. Wow. So do you have hope for humanity? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's nothing to fear but fear itself. We just have to have the character and the conviction and the courage to know how to respond to these things. Technology always advances. That's inevitable. People push against it. People write it. But the only thing you can change is, is how you respond to it. Viktor Frankl wrote a great book, Man's Search for Meaning, and he was in, in, in the death camps during the Holocaust, and he said, you can't change your environment, but you can change how you respond to it. That's the major lesson of that book. And so we have to decide how we're going to respond to this technology, not whether or not it's going to happen. Well, past behavior is the biggest indicator of future behavior. And if you look at war, this is all war, it's always going to be something else countering that. So it looks like we're not going to stop AI. How do we develop free AI or open AI or open source AI that we can then battle the system with? And I think the answer is not one AI. You were, you were saying that earlier on, on Harrison's show this morning. It's decentralizing this. That's what Elon Musk is saying. Yeah. That is a great question to which there is not yet an answer. This is what Elon Musk is looking into. This is what he originally hoped for when he was involved with OpenAI. Of course, he left OpenAI in somewhat of a, of a, of a controversy. And since then, OpenAI went from being a nonprofit to a for-profit privatized entity funded by Microsoft. And honestly, I think that the, the answer to this problem is going to be something like the answer to the firearm problem, the Second Amendment. We are protected by the Second Amendment so that not just the government has the weapons, not just the government has the firearms. And that's why we have, have, have postponed tyranny for so long. Nobody's ever invaded the United States because we've been so well armed. So we have to think about artificial intelligence as the new sort of Second Amendment, the new arms. Well, I mean, I think America. this, instead of paying lip service, AI needs to scoop up data. And if, if big tech wasn't allowed to violate privacy and scoop everything up, that would basically hamstring AI if it didn't have access to everything. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. I don't know how we would go about regulating that, especially since everybody who signs up for these social media platforms just accepts the terms of services without even looking. Most people don't pay any attention. People are actually giving away their information in an unprecedented way, and it's really unnecessary. Sure, so I, I, I'm for net neutrality in the old model, but maybe the answer is not net neutrality in 100 internets. And, and then just it keeps, does that make sense? And yeah. then some don't accept AI, 
They can turn off the hub so they don't get it. Then AI's got to try to scrape it. Sure. I mean, it's it's. I'm not an engineer, but I can imagine looking at warfare models the way that would be done. Well, and I think it's important to have access to different artificial intelligences, right? The, the, everything that we create is created by us. And I know that sounds redundant, but what I mean to say is artificial intelligence only works because we teach it. We, it, we decide it, what to put into it. It plagiarizes everything. Yes. People go, look at this incredible art that this... This AI did. It's it, I'll go, wait, that's a famous painting. That's a it's grabbing all our stuff, showing it to us, saying, Look how great I am. It's showing us us. Yep, exactly. And it's actually a testament to the beauty that is humanity. We just have to make sure that we don't forget our humanity as this artificial intelligence becomes more and more sophisticated. Wow. All right. Chase Geyser, come back and see us soon. One American Podcast. Com. Come do a whole hour with us. Come in with a whole presentation. You want, I used to do this. I'm going to start doing it more with a PowerPoint up here. Go around a whole presentation. Sure. I'm going to start doing that more. Thank you so much for joining us. Honor and a pleasure. Great job. You've been filling in for Harrison Smith while he's got his second baby, which I'm told's come is good. Yep, all good. That's And you got another one coming in a month. Yep, that's right. Human intelligence, human biology, building a world that's pro-human. That's the answer. We've got 40 seconds left. Closing comment. I just want to say special thanks to InfoWars here and all the work that you do, Alex, on Video, And I would encourage uh, anyone who is listening just to be very conscientious and aware that now is a more important time than ever to embrace your humanity and seek a relationship with God. Because if we forget who we are, then artificial intelligence will determine who we become. That is perfectly said. All right, Chase Geyser, OneAmericanPodcast.com. We're at MadMaxWorld.tv and InfoWars.com. Thank you, sir, again. You're welcome. All right. I'm going to start the third hour. I'm going to give the number out. I'm going to cover news and take your calls. Hour number three, straight ahead. They decided to not perp walking, not put him in handcuffs, not do a mugshot because they knew that that would help Trump. Didn't they know this would backfire? We were waiting for the mugshot. We learned today they wouldn't have it. So we've made our own. And it says political prisoner. With an image of President Trump, the shirt is being printed now in Texas. It'll be shipping out to you in one week. Political prisoner with Trump on the front there in a mugshot jail background. It's a fundraiser shirt. It says Infowars.com on the back of the shirt. We also have Alex Jones for president. No, I'm not running for president. It's a really nice navy blue, high-quality shirt, red, white, and blue. Alex Jones for president. 2024, it's a fun conversational piece and a limited edition shirt. Great way to fund the operation. So get your Alex Jones for President and Trump mugshot shirts at InfoWarsStore.com or by calling toll-free 888-253-3139. 